Welcome to Church and Other Drugs! <laughs> that was incredible. I was going to be like, whoa, 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 wait, you're not Jed, but I just laughed instead. That was incredible. That, was, that, that was a bellow. That was fantastic. I'm Jay. I'm Jed. That was Ethan. That was Ethan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I was working today, and this guy, I was doing my, I splice fiber optic internet, right? And he I was, makes the interwebs. I was, like, you open these underground vaults, and I got my headphones in, and it's all this, like, underground, underground work. underground vaults. Underground vaults. That's what they're called. Okay. <clears throat> and so my biggest pet peeve is people that talk to me while I work when I got my headphones in. Like, just leave me alone, man. But every <laughs> old person feels the need to talk to me. So this guy walks by with his dog, and he gives me, I, I just see his mouth moving. So I'm like, motherfucker. So I take my headphones out. I'm like, yes, hello? And he was like, Oh man, what did he say exactly? He was like, "Oh yeah," he was like, "So, I'm going to this place called Steam Press, and uh, I'm doing." He's like, sick. He's got to be sixty-seven years old, and yeah. he's like, "They got an open comedy night, and uh, my opening line is uh, so I was carrying a bag of uh, phone books, but do you think people even know what phone books are?" And I was like, "Are you serious right now, guy?" <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> is this guy trying to bit on me right now, dude? And that's what he did for the next fifteen minutes. I thought Shut he would. Up. I'm not even fucking lying to you. So he, why didn't you, did you not record this? Why did you not record? I this? couldn't, dude. I didn't know what I'm was so happening so until so it was already because he would he kept on asking me questions that I thought were legitimate questions, and then when I'd answer, he'd come with a punchline, and they were all bits, <laughs> and they were really, <laughs> oh yeah, really bad bits. Thank you for reminding me, Ethan. Uh, what? Well, and he ended it with his stage name. He was like, "My stage name is Reba or something like that." And he was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like for instance, I would pay serious money to just to be there, like hiding in the so bushes and watching bad. this whole interaction. It was so bad though, and because he, he was like, "My wife said I should only perform in Baton Rouge in New Orleans," and I was like, "Oh yeah," like I fell for it. I was like, "Oh why?" And he's like, "Cause she asked me when's the last time you changed your name or your act." Oh jeez. That was the punchline. I was like, "Oh, I, I get it." I get it. <laughs> did oh. you not laugh at any of his jokes of course i did i pity laughed him like crazy oh yeah dude did he give you a flyer to you before he left no he just told me his stage name and walked away and i was like all right man thanks this old man just walks around he was bits, he, he was doing bits all day he was walking Can you imagine him like trying to order a drink at starbucks yes <laughs> like, exactly. all he's doing is doing bits Oh, that's fantastic. I mean, it'd be one thing if he was funny. So, (laughs) Ethan also. (laughs) So, I'm I'm envisioning like Harry Carey, like, oh, it was was made out of cheese. Would you eat it? It was just, oh, I know I would. I'd I'd cover myself in relish and have a ball. Hi, Norm. (laughs) If you were a hot dog, would you eat yourself? (laughs) I'd wash it down with a cool Budweiser. So good. So, Ethan just reminded me of the other shit that happened. Uh, he woke up this morning and went outside and noticed that uh, our friend Bailey's car was about three feet shorter than it should have been. She has a Wait, 2017 what? Explorer, and somebody in the middle of the night stole all the tires and the rims. Shut up! Are you didn't, serious? Didn't even leave it on blocks. It was just on the concrete. How did they even do that? Exactly, dude. That's impressive. How did they do that? We don't know, man. Do this this that? Asian fellow across the street got it on camera. But uh, and the best can part about please, it can we please get a copy of that and post it to our Patreon? We can, try, we can try. We can at least post the picture of it. That's public record. That's so oh my lord how do you even do that like honestly, I, I want to know how logistically uh, they had you take to, off somebody's tires the only- and wheels. They leave it on the ground. The only thing I can think, because they left the jack, is if you like pull the jack out till it's like just holding on by a lip, and then you just yank you it, kick really it out, quick. yeah, kick, kick it, it out, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the only way I can think. Or you, I don't know, man. It's incredible. I don't know. <laughs> the best and part was noticed. they have. Well, dude, well they have two dogs, and I was like. Kipper, dude, your dog didn't bark? And he was like, well, yeah, he woke up at 3 in the morning going crazy, and I told him to shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) How many times has that happened to me, dude? So many times. I'm like, Rory, I swear if you don't shut the fuck up right now. It's like a car alarm, man. Nobody takes that shit seriously. 
I know that's so funny. It is oh, the one God. time the dog's like doing his job <laughs> and not like barking at my neighbor's cat or something. Yeah, classic. So what did they, I mean? So what does she do? I mean, what do you do? Insurance. Good lord. I know we're supposed to drive to the beach on Thursday too, or she was supposed to drive. She still is, but you know, in her brand new wheels and tires, son. <laughs> exactly. What, what? Is she putting is she putting that bitch on twenties now or what? They were already on twenties. Oh, were they factory? Yeah. Ford stepped their game up, son. They're, oh, they're on that? Pirelli 20s. Shut up. Are you serious? Yeah. So I guess, yeah. See, I didn't know any of that. But yeah, apparently that's because I was like, why would you steal tires? And I'm like, dude, that's like a four grand set of tires. I was like, oh, oh yeah. Well. Oh, yeah. She should get spinners now. Tell her I said that. No. I like the new. I've seen like the the like thousand spoke rims. I like those now. They look, nah. they look really cool when they're driving. Nah. I don't know, man. Classic. I'm telling you, I'm going like back O2 spinners with like yellow panels. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm seeing. Did you hear about Fire Festival? I did. Sure I heard lots did. about Fire Festival. The best, the best news that came out of that was Lonely Island and, and uh, Seth Rogen and Judd Apatow are teaming up for a movie about uh, a festival gone wrong. A music- are you serious? Yeah. Oh, that'll be incredible. Yeah, that'll be hilarious. That'll be so good. That'll be so good. Ja- poor Jaw Rule. You know what I'm saying? I guess, man. What, what would I be without my baby? <laughs> <laughs> they got hit with a hundred million dollar lawsuit. Yeah, hopefully he doesn't have like a a, a majority stake in it. No, they people have a people were already like posting his net worth and stuff. Like, oh uh, lord, Dude. no! And, and when you put on events like that, you have insurance. Oh yeah, yeah, specifically for yeah. that. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, um, yeah. Shit. Oh, hey, we have we have at least one big shout out. Oh yeah. Ready for this? Can I get a drum roll, please? We have another Patreon, and his name is Toby, and he's a motherfucking man. Toby Melanson. What's up, fool? Appreciate it, dude. Toby's my boy. I know you said that. He's awesome. He, he is. He like he gave us a five star review on the book face, and he's now a Patreon. Yeah, that's the twofer. Yeah. Big high fives for Toby. Oh, yeah. But hey. Mucho preach. We should get to this interview also. Yeah, let's do that. It's a really good one with Sue Madre. You got it from a mama. I, I want to say this, though, like before we get into this interview, I need you to know, Jed, that I like your mom way more than I like you. Everybody does. Like, way, like way more. It's no secret. Her and, her and Dirty are best friends. I know it's true. Yeah, they talked like when she didn't talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> I also talked to your mom when she didn't talk to you, but that's okay. Oh, nice. Keeping secrets. Not, a, not as much. No, I mean, she, we we're not like knitting buddies like her and Dirt. Yeah, that's but, true. Yeah. Sweet. Word up. Okay, so right. we are here with the rebuttal. It's mom's turn. Miss Miriam. We're here yay. with Miriam. Yay. Hey. Mir- Miriam said hello. Or don't. Oh, hello. <laughs> whichever whichever one is. Fine. Whichever works. Whichever works. Uh, so, so the first time I told my mom about the podcast, you know what she said, Jay? What'd you say? So when can I come on? Oh yeah! Here's your time. Here's your time to shine, mom. Uh, No, I'm sorry, I said that. I know. (laughs) And uh, uh, Uncle Chip said you should never let her on. So you 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 can take it up with your brother. I was like, I think I think I think she's just trying to jock my fame. And he was like, Yeah, that's definitely it. (laughs) She's she's gonna steal the show. I'm convinced. I know. So. So we talked to my dad first episode, and the person with the most firsthand experience is is my sweet, f- faithful mother here. So this will be the real um, 
inside scoop into me and Jay's craziness. So where so where you you're you're in South Carolina right now, right? Right. Um Where do you want to start, Jay? I, I guess I wanna know what was your when me and Jay started hanging out in high school and we started screwing up, what um what was going through your mind? What was your initial opinions? Well, at first, you know, you don't, or I didn't ever think of the worst case scenario. I thought it was pretty typical um, preteen, teenage stuff, and that, um, you know, some of it was kind of funny. And <laughs> oh, really? What did you What did you think was funny? Which one did you think was funny? Enlight- yeah, enlighten me. Well, it wasn't really funny, but it was. When I got arrested for for, moon, for mooning that security guard, did you think yeah. that was funny? Yes, the school. Yeah, that's probably my favorite <laughs> story. So, Miss Miriam, can you tell us tell us sto- that story from your perspective? Well, I think we knew that y'all were together. I mean, you were yeah. hanging out and had yeah. gone to his house, and we got a phone call and um, saying that we needed to come to school right away. And I don't know really what happened because, well, I mean, I wasn't there. Your dad went and um, I guess got the story that y'all had. The, the troubling part was that you had broken into the school. We d- we did not break Which into the we school. We did not do that. Okay. Yeah. All right. So um, that's that's what I remembered, that you had broken into the school. But um, I guess... <laughs> They had you, and we had to, you know, pick you up and bring you home. Yeah, congregation. What had happened? We were just we were just messing around at an elementary school next to Jay's house at like on my birthday. On his birthday, it was like midnight. It was my sixteenth birthday. It was my dad's birthday too, wasn't it? That's what. That's why, because he denies when he showed up, he was tipsy. He had to get someone to drive him there, and he denies that to this day. (laughs) No, that was another time that was his birthday. Oh, really? Yeah. When uh, messing up on whoops. his birthday, yeah, yeah. and their anniversary, <laughs> and, their, and their anniversary. That was with somebody else. But what? Hey. But what? What had happened? Um, was yeah, we saw a secu- We were just messing around on the soccer field, and we saw a security guard inside, like mopping or something, or a janitor. And I was like, oh, it'd be pretty funny if I put my butt on the window. And I was like, yeah, do it. So I did it, and he called the cops on us. And we, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, which yeah. is incredible. I think my favorite part, though, was they're all sitting like in a lineup curb. And all, was that one? and definitely did not point to you. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. He, he pointed to Evan. It was like it was him, and I was like, "Yep, it was absolutely him." And we all just threw Evan <laughs> under the bus, and then it, then Evan started crying. It was like it wasn't me. Uh, so good. We were totally gonna good let times, him take the fall times. for well, that. Well, I think you had a thing about mooning. I did. That was my mooning phase. We all did. I think we all did, though. Because I was I doing it out of the church that. van, too, which I realize now is so... <laughs> it said our church's name on the side of the van, and I I, I was obsessed with, with... That was the funniest thing since sliced bread at that point. Oh, yeah. I remember I was, like, thoroughly impressed um, with a, a friend of ours because we were driving down Lake Murray Boulevard, and he, like, put it <laughs> in... Kevin uh, Kevin Riley. What's that? Kevin Riley. He did it while he was driving? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was incredible. It was. It was incredible. He was able to moon oh, yeah. us while he was driving. It's That's a task. It, it, <laughs> oh, absolutely. Anyway, <laughs> so, well, that was a good show. Uh, thanks for... <laughs> <laughs> so here's one question I, I forgot to ask. Um, just Dad, when he was on, is like, so we started messing up and things kind of got like worse, progressively worse right like as high school went on and stuff and so uh, on a scale of like one to ten how much did you hate me and all of jed's other that's what i wanted to know too um i never really i I certainly didn't hate you but like a lot of parents (laughs) would (laughs) would blame blame other kids but i always i never really blamed anybody i thought you know if jed didn't want to do it he, he, you weren't going to make him do it, and that that's true. It, he was just so much at fault that you just—it <laughs> wasn't true. anybody it, talking him into something. Turned out, I was yeah. the ringleader. Yeah, that's the. <laughs> <laughs> we were all kind of. Yeah, yeah, it's true. We we, we there were some of his friends that I definitely liked 
less than others. You were, I liked you. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, shucks. And that's so funny because my dad did not have that. I mean, I, he always liked Jed. Did There were some other friends. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was yeah. good with parents. That's true. I was good. They with- were, my, my dad, you knew that like you were cool if he would talk trash to you. Like you knew that you right. were on the on the level but he told me like before that i couldn't like i shouldn't hang out with andrew and yada 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 yeah that that sort of stuff which is too funny now it is funny now and it's so ironic that like he cleaned up before all of us i know i know i'm still mad at him for that andrew if you're listening you jerk (laughs) one of the most hurtful things was a good friend of ours who had a son jed's age oh yeah it was friends she told me that you know it's not anything against y'all and uh, you know we're still friends but we just don't think it's a good idea if their son and jed didn't hang out anymore yeah and I, she was saying because of jed yeah and, oh yeah that yeah. that was the incident yeah. you're talking about with dad because we were right. we were driving behind carolina wings and we saw um all their kegs out there and we we're like oh we could totally steal one of those and so i was there I was there. Were you? I was, you guys like you guys did that, and then you came and picked me up, and then we got pulled over, and then he got pulled over like, and I had the guns drawn, yeah, guns and, and, blazing, and I'd got my wisdom teeth taken out, so they had um they'd give me one of those oral syringes, and he pulled that out of my pocket, and was like, what is this? And I was like, it's for my mouth. Yeah, <laughs> for my mouth. Yeah, that that is the incident. Yeah, and that was the one that yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. So, <laughs> well, moving on into more uh, sad things. So, where do I want to go with this? So, do you remember? Well, this is what I've been curious about. Were y'all totally planning? Did y'all try to ambush me and take me to treatment when y'all were trying to get me to go to Baton Rouge? Were y'all trying to set me up? Because I remember I saw a congregation, so I ran away to Charleston with an, with a, uh, a girlfriend. And I remember my parents calling me and saying, like, we were going to go on vacation or something. Hmm. Do you remember that? What I remember is we weren't sure how we were going to get you there if you didn't agree to go. So I called a, um, a doctor that you had seen who was an addiction specialist. And said, how do we handle this? And he said, I've got a name of a guy. And he um, will come to you. He lives in Utah or somewhere out west. But that's very expensive. But he's written a book. And he'll be happy to talk to you. Um, so he gave me his name. And uh, it was an, an intervention. That's what he did. He did just went around doing interventions for families. And called him. And he kind of gave me the steps what I needed to say and do and um that's what I remember and so you came you came back home yeah on your own yeah and I think it ended up um we didn't have to do any of that when we talked to you you agreed to go yeah but we knew we had a very short window that you agreed and we didn't know how long so as soon as you said yes I mean we had the plane ticket the next morning and you and your dad went it was so funny too when I when I when I landed in in Baton Rouge, my my I was telling my dad I was like yeah so I mean I'll just be here for like six months and, and that's that and we're like yep and ten yeah, year, ten is- years later <laughs> I was bamboozled. We did kind of stretch the truth about yeah, that. I knew <laughs> that we knew if we had said you're going to be here a year minimum you'd freak out so. You said how long, uh, and we were kind of like, "Well, we'll see." You know, yeah. There's no definite time, and and then and then two weeks later, Hurricane Katrina happened, and I do. Yeah. Were y'all scared about that? So this was yeah. this was in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, in 2005, and two weeks after I landed to go to treatment, Hurricane Katrina hit, and I was like, "What is this? Y'all sent me here to die!" Like, <laughs> <laughs> but they were really good. Um, they called us and said, um, "We've." moved them everybody's safe they didn't move us that's a lie (laughs) that's a lie yeah they didn't move us anywhere they didn't move you no man we had to no listen to this so i had to have to get on the top bunk so that they didn't get no man we we, um 
they just put up generators and like that was and we just hunkered down man it sucked and then they still made us go out for job search and uh i was i was walking around one day and i had my cd player on right and I was just walking Your along, CD like, player. yeah, I'm dating, yeah, my CD player back then. I was like, do 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 do, and I see all these construction workers just waving at me frantically, and I take my headphones off, and I just hear like, <laughs> and I was walking like I had walked into a roped off area, and there was a live power line, just like, oh yeah. my gosh, and I was like, man, this is good lord, this is, I'm not gonna find a job right now, <laughs> like no one's hiring. <laughs> Um, this is a wasteland. Yeah. So what? So, Miss Miriam, tell yeah. us a little bit about what it was like. So we sent Shipjet off, like right after we graduated high school, to treatment. It was before, pretty much. Yeah. yeah and then was. he was in and out of how many treatments? Eighteen. Jet? Eighteen. Eighteen. And between that was, um, well, you didn't get arrested until the end, but overdoses and all of that stuff. So what was it like? I mean, that's a long road to to travel between you know us at 18 to jed getting sober when you were what 27 or 28 jed something like that 27 27 yeah. so almost 10 years yeah uh, well it was longer than that yeah because i started um, going when i was 15 oh yeah that's right. his first um outpatient program at 15 yep and um you know, we were really naive at the beginning, and all I'd ever heard was, okay, if you get addicted, you go to rehab, and it's all good. Right, so yeah. That first outpatient program, I started getting a little nervous, kind of seeing what we were getting into. I remember mm-hmm. meeting with the counselor, and they had a list of everything that Jed had done, and um, it was shocking, and yeah. some of it I'd never yeah. heard of. Um you know, we at that point we thought, well, he's dabbling a little bit. You know, um, mm-hmm. it, 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 we can probably nip this in the bud. Mm-hmm. And when I saw that, um, that scared me. And then, um, you know, we after that we sent him, we took him out of high school um, his mm-hmm. senior year, and sent him away to North Carolina to a men's program. Um, where he had to get special permission because he was the youngest one. Yeah. <laughs> right. They when so I, I when I got in there, they said, "Boy, what you in here for? You stole your mama's sherry." <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> 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 uh. "So that was like four months." So I thought, "Well, okay, surely this will this will do it." And uh, he came home, and one of the saddest, most I guess, heart-wrenching when I just really knew what we were in for. I mean, he was home a week and right back into it. Oh, wait, how, and, did, how did you know I was right back know? into it? Yeah, I, I could tell. And then I think we saw some kind of evidence, but it was pretty obvious. Sure. Oh, man. Yeah, and that's when it started the... And I remember, because this is when I... Oh, yeah, this... Like, the... the the most horrible times for sure were when, uh, and your video cut out. I don't know why it did. Oh, yeah, I see that. Um, was when I was like using IV drugs, still living with y'all. And I, that's when I was shooting cocaine. And I remember I would go in the bathroom and I could hear every time you would go to the bathroom. I don't, I mean, I'm sure you didn't know what I was doing, but you thought I was doing something in the bathroom and you would just wait by the door. Do you remember that? No, but for that, Man. You know, I, I kept missing spoons out of the drawer. Yeah. And I thought, oh, oh no. I mean, he, he wouldn't be doing that. Um, I mean, we were really naive at the beginning. And then... Um, and right, rightly back, so, really. And, and just, I mean, we just had no idea that a normal... <laughs> You know, just all American kid could get into that kind of stuff. Yeah, especially I mean, just yeah. knowing and you and it, yeah, um, I was very good at leading the double life and like me. Yeah. Me and Jay were both like youth group kids, and I had an older sister who was getting into trouble at the time. So it was exactly yeah, it wasn't for lack of uh, parental scrutiny, I guess. Yeah, we certainly did our best to hide it. Obviously, yeah, of course, and then. So I get out of St. Chris, 
Um, I relapsed again. Y'all had moved to Florida. Did I overdose before I moved back to Florida? Well, here's what kept happening, and kind of to answer Jay's question about how was it, and it was so Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a good question. Every every time we would think, okay, this is it. You know, um, I mean, you kind of started to lose a little hope. You weren't quite so naive and optimistic, but mm-hmm. when he was in St. Chris for a year, it's like, my goodness, you know, he hadn't done anything for a year. He's got a new start, surely, this time. And I remember going out um, for a family meeting, and it was about the time that he was supposed to leave. And Jeff and I both could tell sitting there um, in that meeting, oh, man, he's not ready to leave. Nothing's changed. He's just waiting to get out. Oh, and it's that, it, another just uh, feeling. That it's so Oh, it's so hard. I mean, you, I was 18, and you, and basically, yeah, like, yeah, you're just so excited to live life again, and then, and then, so I had so many. I was on the interferon, so my head was all screwed up. And then you remember me calling you about the abortion, and that was yeah, yeah, which that was the hardest phone call I've ever had to do. And so that that was just like yeah, way too much. Wait, you know, that was way mm-hmm. too much, and it was just it was just so early on. Right. And again, you know, we just thought, well, at some point, you know, it'll kick in and he's been through a lot of treatment and, you know, he's, he's 18. Um, but no, we just had, and thank goodness we had no idea what was to come because I don't think you could survive that. No, yeah. And I, I remember like, this is why I'm so scared of having kids. But because I remember toward the end, it's like you wouldn't cook anymore. I would just come home and you, you would have just like slapped money on the table and you would just be in your room. And at the time, I was like, yes, this is exactly what I want. And then looking back, it's like, you know, like that's, yeah, those are extremely hard things to reconcile that I was doing to you. But so how do you, that's what I was asking dad. And it's it seems kind of, maybe it's egotistical to ask, but like, how did you, like, when I was out there and you knew I was out, like, what was daily life like for you with that stress? Or did you just, like, kind of out of sight, out of mind? Or what do you do with that? No, and that's kind of where your dad and I, you know, in, in every marriage and every couple, you know, you're going to, you're your own personality, you deal with things differently. He just... um you know, because he had to work full time and make the money, and um, mm-hmm. for him to survive, he just really had to compartmentalize and, and go to work, do the job. Um, you know, I think, and two, as a mother, I think you you take on more. Um, that and I was a mama's boy for sure. I, I like com- our kind of dynamic was I would communicate with my dad through my mom. That that was the channel. That's kind of how we did that, and. So, I you had to, you had to be pissed at me. I mean, was there some serious resentment, like for all the the money and like stealing and, or is it different? I mean, it, it's so many. You know, it's resentment, it's anger, it's sadness, it's mm-hmm. um, disbelief, it's questioning. You know, what did we do wrong? What could we do different? What should we do? We don't know what to do. Um, all those things and, and the, um, you know, the lying that, that to me was the very worst. I mean, when you start lying, you don't know, you can't believe anything you say. Um, you were just, you know, you were just a totally different person than who I knew. Yeah. And, uh, that was, that was hard. And you were, I mean, you were super strong with it though. I remember when I was living in Florida with you having those well and of course the the mental illness was seriously kicking in but I remember having com- I remember having a conversation with you in a car about like look I think I'm gonna kill myself do you remember that mm-hmm. yeah and you just you handled it you were just like well do you, like we uh, yeah that's I can't believe that but I was having like a very very serious conversation with my mother about like killing myself and you, and I was like you just need kind of get ready and you're like well you didn't break at that time but 
Oh, jeez. Yeah, and then I, I remember, like, so many things, and this this will have to be just, like, a 45-minute apology, but I, <laughs> I remember the worst thing that I ended up doing was screaming at you that there is no God. Do you remember that? Well, I remember you was, yeah, a lot of screaming. <laughs> yeah. Because I, oh, jeez. Yeah. But you, you well, because you're, yeah, you go ahead. Did you ever um, go to any family programs or, or Al-Anon to help you um, kind of live live through this? Because it sounds like you, you did a really good job coping with and, and kind of moving through and taking it as it, as it came. I, I think it's best anybody could do in those, in those situations. Um, I did go to Al-Anon. I tried that. Um, I tell you, Al-Anon was kind of depressing to me. Um, because mm-hmm. I would go, um, you know, and I, I went for a year pretty regularly. Uh, Al, sorry, Al-Anon is the uh, program for family members of, of addicts and alcoholics. And and what I would see is people um, older than me and their, you know, at the time in their 60s, 70s, who were still dealing with children adult children who were addicts 40 year olds living with them i was like oh man i can't, I can't hear this I, I can't even imagine that that's a possibility um right where i got the most strength the most help the most encouragement was um prayer groups i had one particular yeah. um group that we met for years every saturday morning praying for our children and uh, we started the group really um, when Jordan was having so much teenage angst and I, causing general that, problems at home. That's my sister. And then, yeah. And then it ended up, um, Jed and all of us, um, there was five of us, and we all had uh, teenage kids with varying problems. And um, that's what sustained me. Um, close friends that I could just be honest with. Um, Right. And really, the other thing was people that had been through it. I wasn't interested in talking to anybody that hadn't experienced or whose kids were on the honor roll and, you know, Mm -hmm. college. That was hard. Um, Hearing people just doing normal things and and then talking to other addicts who had um, beaten it and were in recovery. That was really encouraging to me. And they were so... I mean, you, John, I've called you so many times and just helpful to, you know, am I doing the right thing? What should I do? Um, how do I handle this? And that was yeah. a huge, huge help. Um, yeah. It's so funny. I think the one time we we worked together to get Jed in somewhere was one of the worst treatment situations <laughs> that he ended up getting into. Oh, yeah. I still feel, I still feel a little bad about that. But. Yeah. Well, I mean, it helped at the time, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and yeah. y'all, you did, y'all did do good eventually um, <laughs> cutting off the enabling train. There yeah. was one time, this the worst when... When I was living in Florida and I was on Suboxone and a doctor prescribed me Xanax and, and I had ran out and I was that was like the first time I had gone through benzo withdrawal, which is like Ooh, deadly. And Lord, I remember you so came, weird. you drove by the house, the apartment I was living at and I was like, well, I really, really, really need some help here. And you're just like, Zip, sorry. And I was like, no, <laughs> like this is, this is not like a drill. Like there's something wrong. And you're just like, well, you got yourself into it. I was like, oh. God. I mean, we, we enabled way longer than we should have, but you just kind of, I well, guess it's like, it's like <laughs> the addict. You have to get to your rock bottom. You, we oh, had yeah. to get and to the place where we had done everything we felt we could humanly do. Nothing was working, throwing money at it, wasn't helping. Um, and, and we, you know, I, I said, okay, you know, it's kind of like the addict. Tell me what to do and I'll do it. And they were yeah. all saying, you've got to cut them off. Well, but and to to I guess slightly to your defense, I I always until like the end there, I always had this glimmer of like I want to quit. Every time I went to treatment, it was right. it was voluntary. I was never um, forced or coerced into it, and I was really good at it. I guess I mean I was lying to myself really, but I would always give those statements of oh I'm gonna do great this time, and I I thought it, and then eventually you just get seriously demoralized. 
Um, yeah. So yeah. let's get to when you got the call about the overdose that you and and when you had to come. Mm. Well, that yeah, that was again one of the absolute worst. But we were in Florida. Um, got a call in the middle of it the was night. Your, it was your anniversary, wasn't it? Uh, right. It was the week of our anniversary, a few days before, and um, it was a, a police officer and said, "I'm here with your son. He's not conscious right now, but we're working on him, hoping to um, get him to come around. Just wanted to let you know." Um, and I talked to one of your roommates who had found you and. I got off the phone, and um, your dad and I just cried, and I I did. I prayed right then. It was like, Lord, if this is his life, if this is, you know, if he can't beat this, please be merciful and just take him now. I know he's a believer. I know he'll be with you. No um, way. Yeah. I mean, it was a hard prayer to pray, but I... I was just like, we can't, you know, he can't keep going. He can't keep living like this. We wow. can't. Um, I just, you know, I, I, I said, if he can get better, you know, we want him alive. We want him. But, but if this is just going to be it, then take him now. Yeah. So, and and the next day I got on, you know, the next morning, the first flight I could get, I, I got out there and, um, I remember your buddies from AA and um, just came and I mean, it, it, it was like angels ministering to me, really. It was people I didn't know, but they were there. And um, one of the guys said, um, you just need to go home. This is, you know, I, I told Dirt, him, I guess Dirty was today my anniversary. And he said, <laughs> you need to go home with your husband and just celebrate your anniversary and, and just you know, leave Jed here. <laughs> <laughs> He's not going anywhere. <coughs> That's funny. But that was a hard. Oh man, that was a bad week. Um, this is this is when like, or I think I went around. Uh, you and Dirty became best friends, and yeah, <laughs> they they've been helping each other through this little journey of mine since then. Yeah, he would come straight from work and just sit there yeah. with me in the hospital and answer my questions and just. Um, I mean, he had. I ended up staying um, with a friend of his, uh, one of his um, girlfriends that, Kate, not a girl. Katie? But, uh, hmm? Was it Katie? Um, no, I can't think of her name right now. Um, the, the, there was two of them that were best friends, and oh. she was a, a nanny. Mm, I don't know. That's cool, she, though. She was in college. But anyway, I, I stayed in her apartment. Um, I had a rental car. They... Um, took me to, you know, pick up my car and take it back. I mean, they took me to the airport. They were just wow. so many people there, um, you know, bringing food, just whatever I needed. It That's was crazy. Amazing. And it's, it's fun. And like, until then in my head, it was like, nobody cares about me. And like, I you know, know, just be, yeah, it's so, it's insane how insane you are without, I mean, that's just the definition of delusion. Oh, absolutely. Well, and I was going to say earlier uh, when you were talking about you didn't want to hear from kids whose um, or parents whose kids were honor roll students is that's that's what I saw was that what me and, and Jordan went through just completely like changed y'all for the better as far as like gal- yeah. galvanizing your Christianity into like real deal like having a heart for people where we, we were you know we were you know, not, I mean, we're affluent or whatever you want to call it, you know, we're just living in that, like I said, if, if this had never happened, it very well could have been that I would just be some 45-year-old unhappy, you know, we'd just be living in this, um, yeah, or this, this, this world where, like, we didn't really need God for the, for the big things, where it kind of a take it or leave it, whereas we were thrusted into this situation where, like, we absolutely, and, I have ridden on your faith when I didn't believe, like, my whole life, basically. So how... Well, it did. It, I mean, it changed It changed who I was. Um, 
I felt like all of a sudden I didn't know who you were. I didn't know who I was. I didn't know who God was. Yeah. I had, um, I had kind of made a, a, a God in my own image who was um, kind of there to reward my good behavior. And, um, you know, that um, I didn't, most of the time I didn't need him. Um, you know, things were going along pretty well. And uh, I just had to reevaluate everything. And I mean, he really showed up, and and I I will never doubt. I mean, it, it took care of all my doubts. I I do know there is a God and that loves me, that loves my children, yeah. that um you know takes care of us. And I mean, when we didn't have a clue and didn't know where to turn or what to do, people would show up. We would get a phone call. Um, just miraculous things that um we wouldn't have experienced otherwise. I was pretty judgmental. I felt like, you know, I was a pretty good person and kind of deserved a good life. I, um, and, you know, <laughs> I got shaken up. I am, yeah. I am no longer, I no longer judge parents. And, um, yeah. you know, I, when I see somebody on the street now, I feel compassion. Um, yeah. Right. So, um, what was it like watching Jed um, get clean and sober this time? So, with all <laughs> with all of that doubt and a decade and a half of watching him not be able to do it, what what was that experience like? Oh, but, you, you want me to answer? Or you want to? Well, before I, I do want you to answer before we get done with the uh, the nitty gritty. I just want to tell me, tell the story of the two weeks before I got arrested that you said God woke you up in the middle of the night. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I had, I had, oh, sorry, I don't, because you, you would always, you have, well, is this, <laughs> I do want to hear but before that, I'm, I'm prefacing the story, um, she would always, she has these prophetic visions from God or whatever, and she would always call me when I had relapsed, and like, like, sometimes 30 minutes after, and she'd just be like, so how you doing? And I'm like, what? Oh, geez. yeah! And like I'm serious. Like so many times she would call, and like we haven't talked forever, and she would just call and be like, "I got one of my feelings," and I'm like, "Oh, well, it's totally wrong in this case, mom. It's right other times, but it's way <laughs> off now." Anyway, so well, I, I, I would, I did pray. Um, I would always pray, Lord, don't let him slip through the cracks. If something's going on, <laughs> let me find out. Um, I don't want to be ignorant and let it get too far gone. Um, as hard as it is to know, you know, um, let him be found out. And, uh, I think he answered that prayer a lot of times, but, um, one night really, and I don't, I'm not very mystical and I don't have, um, <laughs> you know, crazy thoughts or hear God talking to me. But, um, I did one night, um, had a dream and clearly heard, God speak to me in the dream and said, let Jed go. And um, it was so startling. I woke up in the middle of the night and said, I don't really, and to myself, I'm like, I don't know what that means, but I think it's important and I need to remember it. And uh, I remember where I was and, you know, when it happened. And, um, just felt a peace, and um, two weeks later, got the call that he had been arrested and was in jail, and had to know um, that, that was it. That um, yeah, I, I, I had prayed protection. I had prayed, Lord, don't let anything happen. And I had but always gotten out of it was, until that point too, which is so many times I'd been pulled over. I, you know, so many just my life was just one long close call and then yeah which is yeah which is crazy because me yeah. and like most of our <laughs> other friends yeah, yeah like rap sheets longer than our arm yeah man <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah that, i mean that that night I, I did pray for the first time honestly whatever lord whatever it takes Oof. i'm willing to go there just mm. do what it takes i want to i want to save his life i want him i want to see him come out of this so Man. yeah, I I know that just real quick. 
I know um, I've been praying for years, and it's the same prayer that I that I pray for other people that are very close to me that I love very much that are going through this disease. Is Lord, give them as much hurt as you can pile on them without taking them out, because right. I know that Oof. that's what it takes to get to their bottom. Absolutely. So I've been praying that on you, Jed, for years. Well, it's been feeling it lately, so, or toward, <laughs> toward the end there. It was nothing yeah. but hurt. But yeah, so now to Jay's question of, so what was it like when finally some things are turning around? Um, at first, I didn't believe it. You know, I've heard yep. this before. Uh, he too. called. We hadn't talked in a long time, and uh, he called and said, would you consider one more time I want to go back to rehab? And I was like, we had told him no, that was it. We weren't doing it anymore. And I said, I, I don't know, Jed. I said, I'll talk to your father, but we had said no, that's it. And uh, I, I, I said, you know, why should we? What's different? Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just... I don't see anything different now. And um, so we talked about it and prayed a long time and um, figured out, it's like, okay, but it's going to be on our terms this time. Um, So we made a very, uh, wrote a list of rules, things he had to abide by, um, talked to his counselor, said we're only continuing to pay as long as you see a difference as long as you see that he means this and that he's working hard i said the minute you that he complains if he calls me complaining about the food or be gone i said that's it i'm not doing it mama and, i said uh, no cheese on my chicken sandwich that's it you're me. gone <laughs> <laughs> So every week that I would talk to the counselor and he's like, well, you know, he's doing what he's supposed to. He looks, I, I think he's serious this time. And I'm like, well, we'll see. I don't, you know, so we kept on and um, he did everything he was supposed to do. And he went into the halfway house after that. And so, you know, I was starting to get a tinge of hope, but it was still way too early. Well, the first pitfall yeah. was I didn't get into the halfway house I was supposed to get into. And I knew you were worried about that. That was the one time I had to, like, that was a lesson for me in, like, trusting that God's plan was God's plan. And that, like, hey, this didn't work out. But So I ended up going into the Oxford house where I met all my, my groomsmen and stuff. But originally yeah. I was supposed to go somewhere else, but me and the house leader got into an argument the first night and i was like nope this is not gonna happen and i uh, remember that right and he called me and told me that i'm like oh, yeah i knew you were thinking that too but i was like mom you gotta trust me on this like this is not this is not good yeah yeah and i said well just prove it that's all i asked prove yeah it. and i remember I, I i i when i got a job i sent her uh my payment information and my login i was like look this is you can see all I, we kept that up for like a year i was like you can see yeah. all the money i have i was like yeah so and i knew it took yeah the the hope was hard fought i don't think when was the first time i got and in, y'all invited me back to something to come home it was like a year or so yeah and he, um, maybe chris the uh, christmas after you'd been clean a year yeah and it was funny because even then even when when i when y'all picked me up from the airport you could tell that it was like y'all were still like uh, have, have you yeah. just been lying yeah. for a solid year yeah yeah because every other time oh my yeah. gosh picking him up at the airport it's like uh yeah i yeah i remember picking him up in columbia getting a call like hey i'm gonna come down to charleston and like hang out and clean up for a weekend or oh, something yeah. like yeah i was like 90 days sober so i'm like yeah i'll come get you in like i bring him down and his pupils are like teeny <laughs> yeah. teeny tiny my I was bad like, man shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i it's i yeah it's incredible like I don't even know what to accurately say about it. It is incredible. It's it's such a long time coming, and it's even like doing something like this and like looking at you. It's like I'm filled with love, and it's just like man, it's so much. The fact that that I can be like a son again for mm-hmm. for the first time, really, in a lot of respects, and it's it, it's. I feel like it, it's almost. I, I hate saying this without it seeing seeming egocentric or whatever but it's like 
man, y'all deserved this. Like, it's like God is, like, rewarding your, your, um, because it's nothing I did is what I'm saying to get sober. You know what I mean? I mean, it was small stuff I did, but it was really, like, grace, grace, like, insanely. And it's, I should have been dead. And, right. And it's, I mean, I know y'all are sleeping better. (laughs) (laughs) At the very least. And then, yeah, y'all. Um, that first year, we were just holding our breath, and um, man, I, I was too. After, I think that after was you got to, after you got to a year, we breathed a little easier. Then two years was a little better, and you know now on the third year, it's it each time you know the longer you get. Yeah. No, you know we know it's still a struggle, always will be, and that it just takes mm-hmm. one slip up you can be right back where you were so um you know that and that's the other thing i I had to give up um you know my hope is in christ it's not in jed's sobriety it's not um Mm -hmm. in anything else and i've got to be okay no matter what um yeah i I, um you know those, those first few years it consumed our lives and um you know when he wasn't okay we weren't okay and um we would put off i mean we we all our plans were on hold because we didn't know what was going to be happening next and where we going to have yeah. to go um, or, uh, it, it's just a rough way to live for everybody yep well and that's yep. why yeah that's why this everything i a lot of things I try to do now are just hopefully living amends that, you know, I can't thank y'all enough. And that's why uh, doing stuff like this is, is really cool and really important because yeah. this, this is how I r- remind myself, you know. Yeah, and, and it's this- exciting to see this because my prayer was always, Lord, redeem this. Don't let these years be wasted. Let there be, let all that he has gone through mean something, matter uh, you know help somebody else you know you can kind of go through stuff if you know there's a reason behind it or there's a meaning to it rather than just you know 10 years of a wasted life and and that's what's so exciting i can i see him um making i think your phone's vibrating on the table (laughs) 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 oh no that was my phone (laughs) i'm sorry (laughs) i'm sorry yes it's bush league in this piece i know i'm sorry that was a very yeah it that's very true though and it's that's uh yeah i i know we can't even play the what if game but that's why with all the deaths happening lately it's just like i better yeah. make something out of this you know yeah. you, you too jay you know it's it's oh absolutely and I, I, I really you, think jay, after having children you have a better idea of what it would feel like as a parent yeah through this. yeah and, and i you know and i said this um jeff was on but like the i've i've never i very rarely pray for specific things but i remember when my first son was born sitting in the hospital while while he and my wife slept and just begging god mm-hmm. um that 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 my kids or my son didn't get what i have yeah meaning alcoholism and drug addiction because i just I can't imagine the heartbreak um, that that uh, that that would you know that would happen uh, for parents. So I do. I have a, I have a better understanding of what that might maybe maybe there's might a feel like. there's a suffering threshold and we've reached it. So maybe we're good. <laughs> I hope so too. And you, because you would always I say my my mom's favorite thing to say was. You just wait till you have kids, and they do this to you. And that's been my favorite thing was well, that's why I ain't never gonna have kids, mom. And, <laughs> and now I'm like, oh, jeez. On the other hand, I think both of you, you know, are way ahead of the game, having gone through this. I mean, Jeff yeah. and I were so clueless. We never, you know, we were pretty by the book kind of people mm-hmm. and followed the rules and never really rebelled and. uh so really didn't know what to look for and certainly didn't know how to handle it. So I, I think you'll, you know, come with better conversations with your kids and uh, be a little better prepared. Or, or hopefully yeah. they'll just, yeah, they'll be true to form kids and just like become math nerds. That's how they rebel. Yeah. Just never get a right. tattoo. 
Like, I always, I keep saying my kid's gonna be like a cop. That's yeah, there we go. Though. Yeah, exactly. He's gonna be the next head of the, D- the same, DEA. The yeah, DEA. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's the same with my um, my folks. Is like they were really straight laced. Mm-hmm. Right. And my you know my dad's like a project manager for a government contracting agency, yeah. and it's like they you know they were ultra. My dad has super top secret clearance. You know, like they were really straight laced and. Um, we were just curveballs. They didn't know. Yeah. They didn't know. Had no idea. So. That's yeah. That's how I think. That's how we got away with it. Yeah. Is you know playing off that um playing off that ignorance. Yeah. But well, this is a uh, this has been good, mom. I, I appreciate it. Um, is there any? What would you say to family members and other people that are going through this right now? What what is something you wish someone would have said to you? And hmm. the, and what is the wrong thing to say to someone? Well, I didn't like hearing um, you're enabling from somebody who didn't have a clue. Mm. Uh, uh, yeah. You know, it was easy for them to say that when their kids were doing everything right they'd never had any anything to say no to um right you you know i I would say talk to talk to people who have been through it um who are going through it find a support group whether it's al-anon or a church group um somebody that you can relate to and be honest with and um you know that, and, and I don't know how you do it if you don't have Christ. Um, that's that was my hope, and um, you know, prayer and just um, having that. I, I just yeah, don't know how you would do it otherwise. Um, yeah, and you're always my bi- biggest uh, evidence for the power of prayer and that it actually works and and the lesson that sometimes it's a a decade long long game right and it doesn't always end well and um you know but i remember praying as a young christian um that i would become more like christ Mm -hmm. and all these years later going through what we did I see now that's the only way to become more like Christ. You're, he has to change you. He changed mm-hmm. my heart. He changed my motivations. He changed who I was, and uh, it's not easy. It, it doesn't, you know, when things go well, you know, you don't need him, and uh, it takes these things to change who you are. Awesome. Well, <coughs> oh, you ruined it. I was about, started oh. from the top yeah exactly <laughs> well i love you mom so much Jed, love you jay y'all just keep doing what you're doing love and you, um dude. hang in there we we are certainly trying <laughs> no we are So that was my mother. I can can she be my co-host instead of you? You've got like seven like people that, that you want to replace me with. Really, anybody? L- little do you know, I've literally got people I, I am going to replace you with that have already been through auditions. Okay, we've been messaging each other. It's just, casting calls. Yeah, you Ca- know you casting can't couches. Me. You can't replace me. Listen to my sm- sm- smooth, silky baritone. You can't replace this. Come on, son. You can't replace this. Also, I'm the one who has the SoundCloud credentials, so... Uh, I'm the one who pays for the SoundCloud. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Facts. Yeah. Facts. Um, so, I, so we booked a trip to Disneyland. Disney World. Sorry, it's in Florida. To the Disney World place. Super stoked. Four days, three nights. How exciting is that, right? the most magical place on earth sorry i had to hit my vape 
<laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so that's really Sorry, fun. Lord. Dude, literally two sets of my friends have just got back from Disney World this week. Oh, for real? Yeah, it's weird. Do they have kids with their kids? No, they're all adults. <laughs> it's so much better when you have kids, dude. Really? It's like, it's like the Why? magic How? is... Because you're experiencing the true magic. Like the kid lights the fuck up when they see Mickey a hundred yards away. And that's cool. You know what I mean? That's a good thing. Oh, it's incredible. Okay. Um, You'll see. My friend just You'll had, see. I, well, my friend just had a baby. He wants to come on and, and talk about babies. Brad, my boy. Yeah, let's it. talk about babies. Yeah. So I, I got him. I got lots of ex- experience with the baby on the on the poop front. He freaked out and like immediately went on WebMD and was like, what's wrong with my baby? And I was like, dude, nothing is wrong with your baby, dude. Get off the internet. <laughs> um, so here, but here's what we did. So, you know, my wife and I um, are super cheap. I don't know if you Everybody knows that. that. Yeah. Super cheap. So um, we decided to uh, do one of those, like I'm going to sit through a timeshare presentation for an hour and a half. Did you really? yeah okay yeah, yeah but we get it's like le- a third of the price if i sit through this thing now here's the catch last time we did this when we went to vegas we totally bought a bunch of shit when we were sitting in the timeshare presentation that we never used like what what do you buy there i don't even fucking remember but like i just like what's, bought like what's the for lowest sale? thing timeshares oh shares of time in vacation rentals okay but so we did so it. So we're talking Vegas. a savings of like six hundred dollars or something. What are we talking here? Oh, that's on my trip. Yeah, my trip. Yeah. So we we got three nights, four days, and two free passes to Disney for three hundred bucks. What? Yeah. That's, see what? All right, that's a really good deal. So all yeah, you, fuck yeah. That's so a really and the hotel, deal. the so like our resort or our mm-hmm. hotel doesn't have it, but the one next door, like the sister property that we can go use, has a full on water park in it. Oh, nice. That we have access to. So you got to buy plane tickets. No, we're driving full. I'm in oh. South Cat. Yeah, that's true. That so, is true. So I say, I mean, I'm, I saved 500 bucks easy. So wait, was there more to that story? I feel like there was more to that story. Yeah, in Vegas, I got totally screwed. I just bought so like the lowest rung of whatever just to get this guy to shut the fuck up. That's really what happened. So I'm saying they're like, what? So tell me what you bought. Like, like. I don't even are they, are they saying like oh, you, know you can have was? like a day was... in Myrtle Beach? Is that like what do I don't I don't yeah yeah, yeah. I bought down. like a I bought like a trip back to Vegas for a hundred bucks. <laughs> <laughs> You're already in Vegas, man, having a terrible time. Like, why would you want to come back? <laughs> I know, but so I got lo- two tickets to Love, which were like 150 bucks a piece or something, right? What's for love? sitting through you this can, spiel? You can come, love. You can come get some love for free. You know that's right. Um, the Beatles show love oh. in Vegas. And so I got two tickets to like for sitting through it, but then I bought this hundred dollar package that I was never able to use or get a refund or any of that shit. Just well, to shut this guy up. Can I use it? That was like five years ago. So there's no statute yeah. of limitations. Oh, there is. That was the reason I couldn't, I wasn't able to use it. Oh, I can go back to Vegas in like a year. In other, <laughs> in other news, your boy's credit score is going up. What what? I just went on. Watch yourself. Congregation, just go spend a lot of time on the personal finance subreddit and just follow their advice. I just went on Credit Karma, dude, and just disputed all my charges, and they just took uh-huh. them off, took them off. Really? Yeah. Were they not legit? Uh, well, the deal is, so you can dispute for like one of ten reasons, and once you mm-hmm. dispute it, whatever I put, uh that the i wasn't sure about the amount and that the lender agreed to take it off my report when it was paid and, oh, word. and so from that point they have to send me in writing with a hundred percent accuracy and assurance that everything is correct or they can <laughs> just take it off oh so if it's small enough it just makes sense oh, to yeah. take it off yeah that's awesome my score jumped 106 points overnight what 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 that's awesome dude yeah i know you're going to be buying a house before you know it. Now we're trying to work on Kaylee's, which is, I thought mine was bad. <laughs> <laughs> it was bad, dude. So, congregation that may not know, this is one of the perks of being a recovering drug addict. Is A, well, A, you come into recovery with shit credit. I don't know anybody that's come into recovery with good credit. And yeah, that's then, true. If you did. But. You didn't stay but, out long enough. Yeah, true to that. Anywho. 
Um, I think that's enough. Oh, yeah, that you. is enough. Um, until next time, peeps. Peace out. Ethan, say goodbye. Bye! <laughs> <laughs>